Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 12. In the seventh year of Jehu, Joash became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem for 40 years. His mother's name was Ziba, and she was from Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. For all of the years, Joida the priest instructed him. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Joash said to the priests, Collect all the money that is brought as a sacred offering to the temple of the Lord, the money collected in the census, the money received from personal vows, and the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest receive the money from one of the treasurers, then use it to repair whatever damage is found in the temple. But by the 23rd year of King Joash, the priests still had not repaired the temple. Therefore, King Joash summoned Jehoiada, the priest, and the other priests, and asked them, Why aren't you repairing the damage done to the temple? Take no more money from your treasurers, but hand it over for repairing the temple. The priests agreed that they would not collect any more money from the people and that they would not repair the temple themselves. Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bored a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar on the right side as one enters the temple of the Lord. The priests who guarded the entrance put into the chest all the money that was brought into the temple of the Lord. Whenever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest, The royal secretary and the high priest came, counted the money that had been brought into the temple of the Lord, and put it into bags. When the amount had been determined, they gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it, they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and the builders, the masons and stonecutters. They purchased timber and blocks of dressed stone for the repair of the temple of the Lord, and met all the other expenses of restoring the temple. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or any other articles of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workers who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the temple of the Lord. It belonged to the priests. About this time, Hazael, king of Aram, went up and attacked Gath and captured it. Then he turned to attack Jerusalem. But Joash, king of Judah, took all of the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah, the kings of Judah, and the gifts he himself had dedicated, and all of the gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace. And he sent them to Hazael, king of Aram, who then withdrew from Jerusalem. As for the other events of the reign of Joash and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? His officials conspired against him and assassinated him at Beth Milo on the road down to Cilia. The officials who murdered him were Josabad, son of Shimeath, and Jehozabad, son of Shomer. 
He died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. And Amaziah, his son, succeeded him as king. So we have a very short uh, chapter covering the reign of Joash, this King Joash. Joash was a young king. He started when he was seven years old. But the first verse of chapter 12 says he reigned in Jerusalem for 40 years. And so from seven to 40, seven plus 40 would be, he was 47 years old when he, when he died, but he reigned for 40 years. And so the scripture says, Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years the Jehoiada, the priest, instructed him. And the implication is that this Jehoiada was a great influence over young Joash, but there came a time when Joash did things his own way and he didn't do so well. So Joash decided to repair the temple. Initially, he told the priest to um, collect all the money and um, let the priest do what needs to be done. Let the priest do the repairs. But lo and behold, years went by and the repairs had not been done. So Joash changed that and decided that the funds would be collected and they would pay um, individual carpenters and masons and so forth. And so the repairs of the temple began to be handled uh, in the way that was intended. Syria came against Jerusalem. They first captured Gath, and then they tried to capture Jerusalem, and Joash decided to pay them off. So he took all of the treasures from the temple and and, uh, his personal wealth and gave it to Hazael, the king of Aram, which is the king of Syria, and uh, that appeased them, and they withdrew from Jerusalem. Now, the text doesn't state this, But in essence, he was trusting in his wealth and not in the Lord to make this kind of move. This is not something I believe that the Lord said to him that he should do. I think he just did this arbitrarily because appeasement sometimes seems like the right way to go for rulers. And he did that. Uh, Sadly, he was murdered by his own officials. The scripture says that he was assassinated um, when he was 47 years old. And they buried him with his ancestors in the city of David, and Amaziah, his son, succeeded him as king. But I want to return to this idea of appeasement versus being led by the Lord. We need those in government and in military who are led by the Spirit of the Lord. I know that we have a secular government in this country, and we have a secular military, but nonetheless, there are believers in positions of authority in both um, the military and the government and Uh, you know, all of the three-letter agencies and so forth. So I want to pray for those people now that they would have favor. Lord, I do pray for all of the believers that are embedded in our government and our military. I pray, Lord, that they would hear from your Holy Spirit, that they would be given positions of favor, that their advice would be taken, Lord, and they would not be appeasers, but they would be those led by the Spirit of God to perform your will. We pray, Lord, for favor on those in government who love you. We pray for advancement for them, protection for them, anointing for them. And Lord, may they serve you as they serve in these capacities. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net 
or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.